Welcome to Reaganomics with Blaze Reagan, a show focusing on practical business talk and common sense politics. Today I have as our guest Jessica Quintanilla Jackson, owner of Betty and June's in downtown Abilene and in Corpus Christi. Jessica, welcome. Thanks for being on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. So I know you listen to every episode that we've done so far. Absolutely. Every single one. (laughs) So for those who don't know, she has the the Betty and June's in downtown and in uh, Corpus Christi. Mm -hmm. So I wanted to get into a little bit of how you started it and why in both. And then we can kind of get into the nitty gritty. But um, how long have you been running Betty and June's. When so did you start it? it'll be twelve years in April. So this wow. coming April will be twelve years here in Abilene. And this was the first one. This was the first one. Okay. Yes. So, so you, downtown looked a lot different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what was actually open in 2010. So, okay. So we. So before we were there, I believe it was an insurance agency. Wow. That's what most people tell me. Like bef- right before, and then next door it was Hawkins and Vernet at the time. So it was a salon. Oh. And then. There was like a store, like a retail store, right across the way where like Vagabond is. Um, it was, it was like a women, it was a women's clothing store, more like focused on Western wear. Um, I don't remember the name, but that was kind of in that area. I feel mm. where like kind of the only like you know small businesses. Yeah. As far as like I know, arrangement had been there. I mean, for a while. So um, over on Walnut. Over on Walnut. Yeah. So just kind of trying to think about the layout, how that was. But, um, but at that Young point, Life at the time was where the Modus building was. So Young Life had their know. offices in there. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it looked, yeah. Restaurant-wise, you would have had just what, Cypress Street? I believe it was Cypress Beehive. Street and Beehive. Yeah. Yeah. And no bars? Fat Boss wouldn't have been there? Fat Boss wasn't no there. No Grain Theory? No Grain Theory. Nothing. Wow. No. Yeah. So what made you go, okay, uh, downtown is pretty empty, desolate. Yeah. And you go, you know what? I'm going <laughs> to... This is where I want to be. <laughs> this is where the sales, this is where the money's already. at. Yeah, I can what see it. What was that? Was it just like, man, it's no one's here and so cheap, yeah. and so let me do it? Or what So was... I came from like a retail background, so I always, I managed clothing stores. So um, before Abilene, we lived in Raleigh, North Carolina. And there, that's what I had done the whole time. And my plan was to always, I want to open a store of my own. Mm-hmm. And um, Jimbo, my husband, was in the military at the time. So we got stationed in Abilene, Texas at Dias. So that's what brought us here. So I already had the mindset of what I wanted to do. Um, but getting here, I, I'm from Corpus Christi, which is South Texas, but I'd never been to Abilene and everyone's like you're moving to Abilene I'm like they're like what's in Abilene I'm like well there's ACU I can see that <laughs> yeah uh you know Dias is there so you know I wasn't I had never like been this far like West Texas honestly at that time mm-hmm. so um my whole th- when I came here I would even go up to people and ask where they bought clothes I would you know girls like, like well Walmart's just yeah. down the street <laughs> and they would tell me um I go to school here, so I whenever I'm back home in Dallas or mm. I'm in Austin back wherever, I I shop online and I'm like, there's a need for something like that here. You know, and that was my whole thing, like there's a need for it. And I feel that's like a huge deal when you're thinking of, you know, whether it's opening a business, if it's yeah. really saturated, you know, that's it's kinda hard, you have to find your niche, you know? Yeah. But um so I feel um yeah, I'm like, why don't we just why doesn't the money stay here in Abilene? Why are you going to Fort Worth to go buy clothes, you know, why not do it here? And then Mm -hmm. the whole thing for me being downtown, 
being in the military, whenever we're moving around, downtown was where it was at. Like, you want to go downtown? For to, other cities. For, right, for other yeah, cities. Yeah. So that's when, whenever, I was like, let me just go check out the downtown, you know? But it looked a lot different <laughs> than yeah. most downtowns, like from Raleigh, North Carolina, <laughs> or wherever. But that was, like, where the local restaurants were, where the, like, local mom-and-pop bars were, you know? So um, that what I always felt downtown was, I mean, it's the heart of any town, and it has so much history. So, um when I came out, you know, checked out downtown. Um, I just feel it's this, there's also the specialty of the find. Like, I never wanted to be in a, sh- in a huge shopping center. Or my idea was, I think, you know, people to being cool about, wow, I went, I was downtown. There's this really cool store, Betty, in June. You know what I mean? Um, or whatever. Yeah. I I saw whatever. It just... It's obviously easier to stand it's out easier here to versus stand in out. a mall or Exactly. Like that. And yeah. it was kind of, well, at the time it was standalone. But I just feel... I don't know. That's with anything you discover. Like, say you're traveling somewhere um, and you just run upon this really cool bar. You're going to talk about that. Like, no one really, you know what I mean? You ran upon it on your own. Like, there wasn't a huge billboard that talked about it. Not that there's anything wrong with billboards. But, I mean, I feel it's the find. And, you like, personally, when I find a cool restaurant or cool bar, I want to talk about it. I'm like, wow, I found this place. You know, so I feel it's like, I don't know. It's more special. It's more special, you know, than like, oh, I was in the mall and... You know, this was the eighth store I hit. Yeah, exactly, yeah. and it's yeah. yeah. So that was part of it too. But um, I just I wanted to be I wanted to be downtown, and I could see the potential. It's so walkable, you know, Abilene. Like you could park your car, go. You know, in my head, I'm like, this could be so cool. You grab a cup of coffee. Monks was there also. That's then true. you go shopping, or you you know, that's what I feel downtown is when you go to any city. That's what you want. You want to park and just you mm-hmm. can be there all day, just hanging out, and discovering these gems, you know? Yeah. So yeah. what was there? Was anything in the building before you opened? So before I opened, it was, I believe it was that insurance, like an insurance oh, okay. agency. And but they had um, already moved out. So they had empty. already moved out. Okay. So it was empty. And it's really cool. At one time, because there was like layers of carpet, we pulled the carpet up and on, there was like a logo on the concrete that says Margo's. So at one time there was a dress shop named Mar- oh, called yeah. Margo's, mm-hmm. which I mean, I'm not from here, so I don't know too much about that history, but I don't know if anyone like, someone's mother or grandmother remembers I don't that know store. so there's a second story to that entire right. building yeah, yeah. and our brewery was was for those listening about two three shops in the same mm-hmm. building but two three shops behind uh, Betty and June's and there was a second floor that we didn't use it wasn't really open to the public yeah. but we would go up there and they use it for storage and it was apparently a uh, department store back okay. in the 50s 30s 40s yes, and 50s exactly and so you'd have all these old like um, I don't know what the, where you hang where they would hang clothes yes. and display things, but they were from the 30s, 40s. It was very. We interesting. found receipts for like layaway, and it was like pantyhose, uh, like 50 cents a dollar, and like the dates when I know, <laughs> wow. I know. So it was like it was cool. We did find stuff up there too. Well, yeah. when Abby House, you know, was up there, we found all those like oh, receipts yes. and stuff too. Yeah. But um, yeah, I know, I'm totally different than now, but. So going in, you're in a brand new like uh, the the there's no. There's not a lot of competition, let's say downtown, and so I would assume that the rates were. Did you have? Did you come in with a position of of negotiating power? Like, hey, I'm going to be the only boutique downtown landlord. Let's negotiate the rent. No, No. that wasn't even. I was such like a newcomer. I've never like owned a business. Obviously, it was just something Mm -hmm. like, you know, that I always wanted to do. So I wasn't even thinking of that but um you know as far as negotiations or anything like that um that, you know what i mean i wish now maybe i would have done that but um it's worked out well yeah it's, it's worked, worked out well, well yeah. but my thinking was like what i have no one else has it's contemporary you know what i mean it's it's a different style it's it's not um not that there's anything wrong with western wear but it was right. just that's what that's was around was option. like was western yeah. wear so 
my whole approach was like, I'm coming in with something brand new and I want to bring brands in that I'm used to, you know, shopping in other places that I really love that I can't find here. So that was kind of like my whole attraction. Like it would be like, you know, the place to go if, you know, Western wear isn't your style or you want something more contemporary or more special. You know, (laughs) not that it's not special, but just for my personal style, you know, everyone has a different style. So, so who did you go to? This was your first business, Mm -hmm. but you had managed retail in in North Carolina. So who did you go to? You're like, Hey, I'm thinking about opening up a boutique downtown Abilene. Did you have anyone that was like maybe a sounding board or try to talk you out of it? So this is funny. The one piece of advice I got. So, um, a place I worked at in North Carolina for a long time, worked there for like almost six years. Um, her name was VK, VK Bailey. Um, I'm going to have her listen now because I give her a shout, shout out. out. Shout out VK Bailey, North Carolina. <laughs> um, she knew what I wanted to do. And she's like, I was like, what would you tell me? She's like, never open a small business. <laughs> I was like, thank okay. you so much. She's like, just don't do it. Okay. So I'm like, wow, wonderful. Yeah. Did you say, well, assuming I did, what would be your second piece of advice? Or she was like, no, yes, don't move I past that Yes, I feel at that, that point in her, in the business that she owned, um, she was just kind of checked out. You know what I mean? Like, she, I think she was tired. Like, yeah. you do get burnout, you know? Yeah. So at that point, I think she was just done. So that was like her, like, honest, like, how I'm feeling at the moment. <laughs> but, you know, just like, and what I've learned from working with her is just, I mean, just your customer base, just consistency, like, when people came in, it's like these people thought they were my best friend. You know what I mean? Just like yeah. you go to a local bar, like you think the, the bartender, wow, he loves me. We talk yeah. about everything. He's like my best friend. It's like creating those relationships, which I feel is really hard when you go into a big box store. Like I don't know the person that's selling me something at Dillard's really. Yeah. That was like the one thing like, you know, I created relationships with customers I still talk to from like North Carolina and that was like the specialty of it. It's like how you make someone feel. It's an experience. And, you know, I feel like if you have a bad experience somewhere, you're going to spread that a lot quicker than you do a good experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, that's really the, with food, with anything. Like if you have a bad experience, you're going to tell your friends. You're going to tell everybody like, hey, I went there and um, this is what happened. But I feel like talking, you know, just finding that, you know, commonality with somebody, common ground and you know, I always tell my girls, like, be natural and, you know, and we never, like, push things on anyone. Like, not mm. everything's going to look great on everyone, you know. And I feel it's just, like, being more honest and um, just creating those relationships. And with any job, like, you know, I mean, I feel like you can yeah. put that into any industry. Well, and just making them feel comfortable because then exactly. if they don't make a purchase this time, they may oh, circle yeah. back, well, I felt good and I'll, exactly. I'm willing I want to go back, see what they time. have. They have something new or yeah. maybe buy something for a friend. It's her birthday, whatever. You know, yeah. just want to get that connection and, you know. And for those listening, we've got a bottle of champagne and we yes. just poured and we haven't even had a drink I know. yet. I feel like we need to okay, remedy perfect. that. Cheers. I feel like we have to cheers again. <laughs> oh, that is good. I say it's pretty good. That is. Wow. Yeah. This is, a, this is the classiest episode that we've done. <laughs> you got to keep it classy. I had uh, I don't have too many pocket squares, but I had a pink yeah. one from okay. a wedding of some sibling. I forget which there one. And so I was like, this is <laughs> yeah, a good opportunity to wear. <laughs> Someone with, that yeah. had pink colors because I was at the wedding. So See? it worked out That's well. That's perfect. Yeah, it's a classy one. So how do you – so I'm always fascinated with businesses that rely on like Instagram, social media, those kind of things to really – right drive sales and at least mm-hmm. in the beginning um how do you keep up with trends 
I know that's a broad uh, question. I feel it's, it's not that it's easy for me, but it's something I'm passionate about and I've always really loved. Like mm. my mom always like got dressed up and we would like, I mean, help her pick out clothes. You know what I mean? It was like a thing we always did and it's, it's something I really like. So I feel it's like, you know, easy for me. It comes naturally, you know, that you're already I've doing an, it I, Yeah, media. and I've been doing it for a while mm. and like, but I'm always open to like, I mean, I'll pick up magazines. I love looking through. I mean, not many people do like that anymore, but I love like going through a physical like, turning the pages you know going through like a vogue or whatever and oh, yeah. seeing like the fashion trends and obviously a lot of it you know when it comes down to it it's not something i can sell but it's like yeah i mean forecasting that is so hard but it's also like knowing your customer and knowing what they're actually going to buy you mm-hmm. know um and i always try and like keep it for the most part classic like it's something i bought at betty in june that i bought five years ago but i can still wear it right so that's really huge for me too is it hard to um keep track of like you obviously you have different um, body types. You have yeah. women in different um, kind of periods in their life. Whether sure. it's oh I'm in college versus yeah. uh, single and partying versus <laughs> new mom to you know yeah. women that just want something functional. Let's exactly. say but maybe classy. Yeah. Is it hard for you to keep track of the trends that are outside whatever you're currently in yeah. right now personally? I feel it's good because I work with a lot of like younger girls. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. So I feel like. They're in the party stage, you know what I mean? I'm listening to all their crazy bar stories where I'm at totally a different stage of life. It's just making you feel I'm tired like, listening. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. I'm like, I'm like the <laughs> oldest person now. Like, usually I'm like, I was like, you know, in that crowd. And I'm like, wow, I'm like the outsider. I'm like the the Mima, like on the outside, yeah. you know? But I feel like it's great because, um, you know, they're really great at social media too. And I mean, they keep up with it more than I do. I mean, they're always, it's right. sad to say, but they're always on it. Yeah. Um, so... And I'm always open, like the girls, I'm like, if you ever see anything you really love, like send me a picture. Like, yeah. and I usually take some of the girls to market with me. And that's so good because I'm like, it's not just my style, you know, and which is obviously not, not just my style. I'm shopping for my customer. There's some things that I wouldn't necessarily wear, but I know my customers will. Right. Um, but yeah, I always take one of the girls to market. That way it's a, just a different, you know, More different, yeah, exactly. Wide yeah. range. And um, it's just someone else's like head, you know what I mean? Like that helps to kind of pull from that. So, um, but yeah, I, I, going back to your question, like we do have some like fun, like going out stuff and then, right. you know, if she's going on an interview or whatever. So I try and keep a nice mix of that. So if someone is like, or I'm going to a wedding, like we have like those yeah. pieces you can pull from. Yeah. Speaking of like the, the girls that you have say doing the social mm-hmm. media or work in the mm-hmm. store or whatnot, um, you always hear in social media these days, or maybe it's the older generation complaining, yeah. who knows, but yeah. <laughs> that all oh, the new generation of workers pandemic and post-pandemic mm-hmm. they don't work as hard you know they're not yeah. motivated or it's hard to get right. them to stick with the job have you I mean, had that experience i have and okay. i feel if you speak to honestly and openly with most business mm-hmm. owners especially i have a you know other friends that have like retail or restaurants whatever the case and um we kind of share the same shop talk and that like it when you find that person that can number one have a conversation with somebody mm-hmm. i feel it's really hard for most of that generation that's been texting like on the phone that's really their main like source of communication is through a text message Mm -hmm. so when you're actually talking to someone i feel like they're almost like scared or don't know and for me i need you to like sell you know i need you to talk and make someone feel comfortable so i've seen that a lot where um it's just a little harder and it's more like hey like 
if you're comfortable, here's a little spiel. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. say, you know, even if her shoes are horrendous shoes, tell her you love her shoes. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, start the, now next time you go to Top Benny and June and lie. somebody tells you that they like your shoes, you're going to have to double check your shoes. But, um, so I'm like, just Feeding find something. Feeding into that insecurity now. Well done. <laughs> yeah, well exactly. Done. Great. Thanks a lot, Benny and June. A bunch of liars over there. So I am, um, I'm like, just anything, you know, I know, you know, if, for me too, I was always like, you know, my first retail jobs, I was always kind of scared and not knowing exactly what to say. But I feel like, you know, just talk to them about, yeah. hey, like, oh my gosh, it's really cold today. Like, or we just got this in or, you know, I really love your hairstyle or whatever. Kind of get the conversation going yeah. and that helps them. Um, and I feel if you're just like, you know, not telling you are doing this wrong or you don't know how to speak. It's just like, you know, being able to like talk to them be like, hey, would this help? Like maybe, you know, when I was starting out, like I didn't know what to say. Like if mm -hmm. these little, you know, we obviously don't want a scripted thing, but if anything here can help you, like start out with that. And right. and they get more comfortable. But I feel like it's just harder um, to just be more open and have like a natural conversation without kind, you know, I've seen that. That's mainly so I was it's more of one. a social media kind of problem. <clears throat> People relying on that verse or in texting versus right. a pandemic, post-pandemic issue. Well, I opinion. feel maybe both almost. Okay. I feel like we were so like, a lot of us were by ourselves, you know what I mean? Or especially That's if you're true. in school, like whatever. Some people obviously will stay or went home or whatever, but you were kind of just like, yeah. Hey, you know what I mean? Do so maybe it could be a combination. Social media breaks. Like I, I think I did a post somewhat mm -hmm. recently about, you know, back in the 60s, 70s, 80s, yeah. they would do smoke breaks. Like right. every, I don't know, I'm going to make something up every yeah. hour or two, you got five minutes yeah. off. Yeah. I feel like our addiction now is social media and you kind of right. know, well, I need to go check my phone. Exactly. Do you give them breaks, like five minute breaks every hour or two, or it's just, so I mean, the, anyway? the thing is with another thing which is hard, and it's with like turning it off. Um, when you get that like notification that someone DM'd you, that's a sale. Do you know what I mean? And if you don't right. get it, whether you're a realtor or whatever, you have to be on it because right. it's on to the next. Right. So that's what is so like hard about it um, is you can't really miss that <laughs> DM or that yeah. email or whatever. You need to be the first one on it because, okay, it's been five minutes. Everyone's so – it's instant gratification. So right. they didn't answer me. I'm on to the next person. Okay, I like this from this other place. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's really hard, too. And, like, our main thing is customer service. But for them, I don't ever, like, you don't have to be, like, you know, there's times, you know, Monday morning, hey, I need, like, three photos. Like, you know, we just right. got this and we're getting this today. Um, I'd like you to, like, go outside and do this. So there's always, like, it's never, like, they have to be on it all the time. Right. Um, I feel like I have the problem of being on it <laughs> all the time. <laughs> so it's me. I'm the problem. Yeah. Do they take the cue from you, though? And like if yeah. you feel like, oh, if I was better about it, they might be better about it or no? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Um, it's hard because your entire, maybe not yeah. your entire, but a lot of your business is built on right. social media. Yeah. yeah. And um, yeah, it, it, it is, especially Instagram. I feel Facebook now is more like our parents are on Facebook yes. now. It's a little different. Yeah. So I feel, I don't even really, as far as like, I feel my sales are all Instagram. Like the majority of them would Thanks. be on Instagram. Yeah. Um, and then even with stories, and I know Facebook does stories now, obviously, but um, I feel sometimes it's people just going through stories and yeah. not, it's like faster, it's like more gratifying, you're next, 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 instead yeah. of like going through the photos. So, do you uh, mess with uh, TikTok or Snapchat or? My girls mess, do a little TikToking, but I can't even, I'm like, can you help me? How do I attach a song to it? Can you, <laughs> I have all the questions. So I let them do the TikTok and all that, but it's a lot. It's like, our online, our, you know, Instagram, our Facebook, your TikTok. And then it's like, it's, 
a bunch of outlets like all at yeah. once and it's like you kind of have to pick and choose where you want to concentrate because otherwise I feel like it's a little messy. You know, you have to like... Well, yeah. and even just the basic... Uh, what frustrates me is the basic formatting of like a video. If you want to post a video on Facebook, it yeah. needs to be uh, landscape. If you're going right. to do it on uh, Instagram, it's, a whole different, it's, like, format. it's yeah. up and down yeah. or TikTok's up and down. And so yeah. you have like It's not like one way to like yeah. get everything on. And so you on, spend yeah. so much time just uploading to all these apps. And you're man, exactly. I'm surprised they haven't made one that just automatically yeah. formats Yeah, or just and, an app that'll just like shoot it out to yeah. like every outlet. Done. Yeah. Yeah. That's how Maybe we that's do it for the podcast. Idea. Uh, our, our um, middleman or whatever mm-hmm. uh, company website, they we upload it to them and then they automatically send it out to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, nice. Google, like yeah. eight different ones. And That's so they awesome. just take care of it all. So I'm surprised they haven't done that with yeah, social media Yeah, I think they should do that. Yeah. Hmm. So how do you, uh, and this would be maybe with an eye towards the listener out there who's, mm-hmm. who's there, maybe it's not retail, but maybe right. they're relying on social media in, uh, in a lot of ways for sales. How do you do like performance reviews that sounds formal Mm -hmm. but in some way evaluate your clients if hey a lot of their time they need to be on social media so it's hard to say are you working or are you just on your phone goofing off how do you gauge employees yeah well as far as like putting it out there I mean that's all on your like analytics and all that stuff you can look at all that on the back Mm -hmm. end of like you know Instagram and all that which is easy but I feel like I even look at it you know our ideal customer you know obviously it's like the college girl their mom like um I'm like when am I just kind of hanging out, chilling. You know what I mean? At home, yeah. like being able, and that's sound like a Sunday, maybe. You know what I mean? I feel like Sundays are really good right. um, in the morning, which is really awful. You're, I hate like getting up first thing and getting on your phone, but that's what everybody does. Yeah. You're literally on the nightstand, you get your phone and kind of go through. It's your alarm, you're Yeah, it's your everything. It's all on. so yeah. in the morning is honestly great. Like mm. I would say anywhere between, like, it sounds crazy, but anywhere between seven. 8 a.m. Like that's mm. people are getting up. They're taking their kids to drop off. They're in carpool. They have a little time. Yeah. So I always look at like, what am I doing? I mean, you know, I'm a mom. I'm, you know, I'm 25. You know, what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> Type of deal. So I always look at that way. And the girls too. I'm like, and, and normally that is like Sundays, um, holidays. Sometimes mm-hmm. you're over your family, and yeah. you think that's not a good day to like post it. But no, people are wanting to check out a little yeah. bit. Just like busiest time at the bars you want to get away from (laughs) turkey they're laying on the couch yeah exactly i want to i want to step back from these people so i mean those times are actually great times when sometimes you don't think they are but are hashtags still big okay i heard hashtags aren't a deal anymore people i saw a whole thing saying why are you hashtagging like it doesn't matter anymore I honestly mm. haven't, I'm like, I haven't hashtagged in like two years. <laughs> so I, wow. <laughs> wow, we're learning a lot about you today. So it's like you're a recovering addict. Oh, yeah, exactly. So I haven't. Yeah. And so, and what I've seen is that, and now I don't search for hashtags anymore. Do you search for hashtags? I think, uh, well, I have used them. The only time that I follow them, like I, before I went to Italy, I yeah. followed like hashtag uh, travel. Italy right. Or, for that. Or something yeah. Like that, and then I'll Definitely follow very like specialty. Yeah. 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 yeah, which, yeah, I guess travel, that would be a good way to find some, yeah. yeah. But I no, I don't. I use Abilene or Abilene, Texas hashtags. And all I do too, very kind like of general too, like image. if someone's, yeah. that's. Yeah. But yeah, other, I don't, I mean, people go crazy. It's like dress, pink dress, like little pink dress. Yeah. And like, I'm like, I just can't. It's, it's a lot. So, so yeah. So how do you build your audience then? Any tips on building your audience? I mean, I feel like reels are huge right now. Yeah. So, um. And if you see too, I mean, you can obviously see who goes back. And we did one um, 
like the best margarita. I think you guys did that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, did you sell that for me? I'm just kidding. I'm joking. Did we what? Did we sell that for steal you? Steal it from me. Oh, I'm just you kidding. You guys did a best margarita? Yeah, we did a best margarita. A search or a shirt? A search for it. So it's like oh. the best margarita in town type of deal. Oh. And then weirdly, I saw yours. Recently? Interesting. Oh, I didn't <laughs> no, see this. Oh, joking. I was like, no. oh, I would have uh, <laughs> I'm like, really? jumped on that. I was like, what's your winner? <laughs> no, we oh. did it in, like, in Corpus, like Port Aransas. Oh. So we did it like during the summer. But um, that one, and that's the whole thing. It's like something that someone's learning. If you're learning something, like where's mm. the best margarita? Okay, cool. I had no idea this place had good margaritas. Like, I want to go to that place. Um, how to, like, wear a shirt in, like, three ways. Okay, I'm... And that's what I'm attracted to. I'm like, I want to learn something. Right. So if it's, like, a video or a reel and it has to be short, no one's going to sit there and watch a whole, you know, um, mm. long-ass video. So um, I feel if it's, like, wow, that's a cool little hack or I didn't know how to do that or I didn't know how to, like, you know, quickly, like, hem my pants up really yeah. quick. So if you're learning something, I feel that's huge. Because you feel like, you know, you took a little something from it. It's not just you're watching someone put on a cute outfit, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, again, we're kind of going really nitty gritty, but yeah. sometimes it's interesting. How often do you have a set number of, okay, we need to post once a day, no matter what, or yeah. three times a day, or do you have a set number? I like to post um, at least once or twice a day. Okay. This sounds really crazy, but, and I have other friends that have businesses. If we see a business that hasn't posted in like, Yeah, three or four days. We're like, hmm, what's going on? (laughs) You know what I mean? We're like, interesting. Yeah, we're like, wow, it's been almost five days. Something's up. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Mm, Wow, some personal issues. Something's happening. (laughs) (laughs) So it's it's really crazy that it's like that. But I'm like, wow. So I'm like, oh, everything's great. You know, social media. You can appear to be what you want. That's like the whole like evilness of it. But and I mean, both sides to it, obviously. But I mean, you have to keep people engaged and customers. If I'm thinking that, other people are thinking that. Other business owners are thinking that. Like, wow, they haven't posted in a while. Is everything okay? You know. But it's just. That's the whole, like, facade of social media. Like, everything's great. You know, like, someone threw a brick through our, like, window, honestly. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But I did post it on social media. But I'm like, and that real stuff, too, I'd like to post because it's not, if you, like, I don't know, I feel if you're just honest and real, like, people are attracted to that more than this, like, bullshit, like, everything's great. You know right. what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? If you're kind of like, let's be honest, you know, every now yeah. and again, put a little bit of something of your personality or something that's really, like, yeah. Close to your heart. I don't know. Like, and people resonate with that. So I think that shifted a little bit too. That probably wasn't the case five years ago. Everyone yeah. wanted the picture perfect. Oh yeah, whatever. always. And, and it, now it it's different. A little bit. Yeah, yeah, people are calling people out. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like it's like, hey, let's see some realness. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you? What was with the brick? If you want to talk about that. Um. That? Yeah. So I was here last week, like a Wednesday, Thursday, dropping off stuff plug the fashion show for mm, this yeah. weekend. I was about to get into that. Then you mentioned <laughs> yeah. the brick. And I was I'm like, like yeah, it? I'm like, the brick goes back to the fashion show. <laughs> that was purposeful. So um, was here um, Wednesday. It was like a quick overnight trip. I get back to Corpus um, on Thursday. I get a call from APD, Abilene Police Department, at like 2.30 in the morning that some, they didn't even know, like somebody threw something through your window. And I'm groggy, you're getting up. I'm thinking this, my whole like windows are smashed up. People have taken stuff, you know. Yeah. I'm thinking all this. So I'm like, I can't quite understand. Can you just like send me pictures of what you see? So it's basically the front door. Um, there's, you know, a pane of glass to the front door and someone found out later, grabbed like a huge rock and threw it um, through the door. Wow. And it was like at 2.30 in the morning and that's, one of the cons of not living close. I'm six hours away from here. So, um, landlord finally like answered. 
the phone, uh, which is yeah. great. So he came out and kind of like remedied it for a little bit um, until we could get people out here. But it was wild. And um, man- Taylor, my manager, who worked that next morning, just from that, like it was probably like a cantaloupe-sized hole. The shards of glass were like throughout the Everywhere. store. They were, I mean, to the back of the store where the dressing rooms are. So it was like a whole ordeal. Yeah. But it but, was just a... Like someone randomly threw us. Yes, I'm like, what's wow. the proper way to say crackhead? What is your proper word? I was basically like, <laughs> I think uh, the updated version is lay, meth head. Lay crackhead. <laughs> so <laughs> transition to meth. So catch up. Yeah, it's different now. Hello, it's not crack anymore, Jessica. People are yeah. into meth. Yeah, you just yeah. dated yourself hard. <laughs> wow. wow, wow, she's so old. So much for being here. Yeah, hip. exactly. Jeez, this is embarrassing. We're yeah, she starts here. with the champagne and ends with calling people crackheads. Thought this was a classy episode. Now yeah, we're talking about exactly. meth. I'm gonna replenish this champagne. Let's see. Um, so yeah it wasn't targeted for a second i'm like oh my god was it targeted people just hate me what's happening so i feel that just goes through people's heads when stuff like that happens but it was just like a random um yeah yeah guy that just threw something in there but so two points then you've got a fashion show right this weekend exactly yes so i mean we've had it um for quite a while um we've had them like every year but now um, you've always done them in the street we've always well no we've done them so um now the Majestic is there, but it used to be one, the event center. It was like 181 Pine Street, I think it was just called. It was basically an event center. Do you know where the where Majestic the is now? Was? Right. Oh, like before, before that. Was, oh. Yeah. So they had an event center. It was perfect because it was right next door. So people just kind of, and oh, I want yeah. it close, obviously. You want people to come shop sure. and afterwards. So it was always there. And then we had it at the Grace, the rooftop of the Grace, which was nice. And now that the boutiques have opened across the street, I've known the girls from Linen for a long time. So mm-hmm. once they open the store, they're like, hey, why don't we do the fashion show together? And I'm like, that's awesome. So right. since first, this is the second year that um, we closed down Pine Street and the actual models are, the runway is the Pine Street, like right in front of our stores. Through the intersection of second. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Which is really cool. And then every year it goes back to the community, like all 100% of ticket sales uh, this year goes to Salvation Army, Angel mm-hmm. Tree. Um, last year it was NOAA Project. So um, we try and just, you know, yeah. different nonprofits every year so we talked a little bit before we started recording but mm-hmm. with the weather obviously it just yes randomly shifted totally cold today totally. and tomorrow yes that's abilene how yeah. do you how do you deal with a fashion outdoor fashion show? so like they're models so they're i'm <laughs> like they can <laughs> deal with extreme weather it's good character anyway, yeah exactly <laughs> they can just add it to their resume you know more experience but um we have a lot of obviously like winter wear, so I'm like, that's great for the audience to like, hey, I can it's time to buy the sweater. Right. So, but yeah, it will be it'll be fine. We'll just kind of bundle up and the models will do the th- their thing. Their, the actual like walk is probably like 15 ish minutes, so it's not okay. as long. Um, but so they can, they can handle it. And you're doing a, like a before, um, drinks before, drinks So yeah, after? Peacock is actually, right. Patio Bar is going to do um, some drinks and then they're actually going to have an after party for us and then okay. Poor House is going to have an after, after party. <laughs> so, okay, and then the after, 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 after. That's when you know after, you're after. a big deal, when you have an after, after party. <laughs> we have the after, 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 after party. <laughs> Just called bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Wow. Yes, exactly. But um, so it'll be fun and it's a night for people. I mean, if they want to dress up and grab their friends and come mm-hmm. out and yeah, it's a good time. So it'll be both uh, uh, fashion lines. I don't know if that's the correct term, mm-hmm. but fashion lines from Betty and June. Yeah, and, and from Linen. Linen. Yeah. Okay. So we each have like ten models. They each walk twice. Um, so it's cute. They kind of like hold hands. They kind of meet in the middle, hold hands, and walk together. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a DJ, DJ Sotello. He does. Oh, yes. He's awesome. He provides music and all that. So yeah, it's fun. How? So I hate event planning. 
Yes. How difficult is it as a business owner? It's terrible. And how necessary is it? I mean, it's very necessary. But when we've been planning this for, I mean, right after the last one ended right. um, last year. But the what I'm, the twins are um, Megan and Aaron. They're mm -hmm. great. At, they love like planning and organizing and all that. That's good. And I'm in Corpus. So it's kind of hard for me to get like permits and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm like <laughs> sending a lot of thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, like great. That looks wonderful. <laughs> so good. Yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> That's kind of a benefit of not being in town. But I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm like six hours away. I really can't. Yeah. But no, yeah. but it's basically a lot of like group texts and emails to different vendors and people. But I mean, I feel we all got it down. We've done it before. So it's right. kind of just like, we know the deal. Do it, so, do it the yeah. same, but make it a little better. Right, year. exactly. Yeah. And, and we try to pull from like new businesses. Like, you know, we don't want the same. Well, I mean, businesses have been great, but how about give a new business an opportunity to have some exposure? Yeah. Well, Peacock so, Bar just opened. Yeah, That's exactly. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So how has it been, like you talked about at the beginning of the show, you were the first one downtown, Yeah, desolate. we're the OG, yeah, yeah, for sure. Kind of a big deal. Uh, and now, I would say, what I tell people is last four or five years, it's really turned mm -hmm. the corner. Right. And now there are obviously bars, restaurants, um, other businesses, but just in the women's boutique mm -hmm. realm, there's one, two, three, four, five, maybe yeah. five or six, yeah. all within like a stone's throw of each right. other. How has that... Um, been for you honestly and I feel this is like with other business owners too you have to like remember like why you started and what your game plan was um because if you like look and see what all the other guys are doing you'll like lose your way right it is really hard especially like um boutique I mean it's so competitive it's now here it is saturated now you know I mean yeah. it's great I mean everyone I feel like everyone has their own style you know what I mean which is good and for me um, I try not to go to Dallas Market because everybody's at Dallas Market. Mm. So um, you'll turn around and I'm like, oh, there's someone there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, there's Megan and Aaron. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. Um, so I um, I go to LA Market, which is a blast anyway. It's fun. So I go to I LA you were all the time. Say to Merkel, Merkel no, Market. I go to Merkel okay. Market. Merkel Market. <laughs> Bomb, just clean up there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Um, so I do that and I've always. If I see, I'm like, we're always seeing stuff. You know what I mean? We all follow each other. It's great. But if I see something that I have that maybe someone else, like at the same brand, I'm like, I don't want it anymore. Right. I guess I'm not, because it could be really catty, but I'm like, okay, they have it. Like, I can find something else. You yeah. know what I mean? There's so many lines out there. Um, and I love the find. That's my thing. I love like finding new brands and new, yeah. something that's not like in the area or not even like, you know, in West Texas or whatever. Like, it's new for us. So, I love doing that. Do they have geographic restrictions on where you know, they sell so a line, they won't crazy. sell it to someone else? It used to be so great because we had our territory um, by zip code, which I try to explain to a lot of people, like, in a small city, zip code doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, but it used to be great where you would have to spend a certain amount and, like, this mm. is it. Like, no one else in your town is going to sell it. Now with the way recession, economy, all those things – they don't give a shit who carries the line. So yeah. honestly, sales sales. oh yeah, they mm. don't. And I've called you. I'm like, hey, I've had this line for like five years, and this store is trying to carry it. Right. And they're like, I'm sorry, but we don't have zip code, you know, like territory. Mm. We don't have territories anymore because we're just open to sell to whoever. Right. I'm like, I get it. So and now, I mean, it's mm. different. Now it's like basically anybody can get any line that they want. Um, and there used to be minimums like, okay, if you want our line, you have to spend five grand. Now it's like. You can spend whatever you want. You spend a hundred dollars. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's hitting everyone's seeing the vendors. It's hitting. I mean, it's hitting everyone. You know what I mean? Do so they still have the? And I'm gonna 
date myself here, yeah. but they used to have where you had to have a physical store right. in order to sell, you know, you furniture or whatever it is. It used to be what well, I had to like basically write us an essay. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I had to provide pictures of my store. Yeah. I had to tell them what other brands I carried and they'd be like, mm, yeah, maybe, maybe try again next year, you know? Yeah. But um, now you don't have to do any of that. You basically just have to have your sales tax number, right. honestly. Yeah. And you can buy whatever you want. <laughs> I'm like, okay, guys, just go get your, go over and get your sales tax number, your ID, and you're good to go. So obviously, it's it's made a lot. It's made it easier for new entries. Oh, 100%. What's a, yeah. And I, I feel like it's easy to focus on. Well, it's changed, therefore it's negative. But yeah. has there been an advantage off the top of your head that's well to that change? Anything? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I feel. I mean, it's easier for people. Yeah, it's easier to get a line. Like, that's good. But then it's, you think about it like, okay, well, who has it? You know what I mean? Like, you have to really, like, seek out stuff that is really special. I always find stuff that, you know, it's a brand that I've bought forever that I really love. We don't carry it. Let me try and carry it now. But um, I feel there's more thought into it. Um, But yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know what I mean? It's just good for people that are opening a business because it's not as like crazy as it used to be. Like, hey, if you like this brand, right? Hit them, send them a DM. Like, honestly, now you used to have to like. It was really hard to search for like a contact. Like, it was it was hard to do so. But now right. you can honestly just send them a direct message, and if they don't respond through that, they'll give you like a email, a yeah. go to contact. But I would think though it's harder to for a legitimate. Um, yeah. kind of standalone business to stay mm-hmm. in business when mm-hmm. you have eight different, uh, let's say, women who randomly, oh, I can do that, and they're doing it out of their garage or their right. car or whatnot, mm-hmm. and you have, oh, but they're only doing it that. for six months or something like that, <laughs> I and then they're gone. I can get the trunk of my car <laughs> right, back yeah. here. <laughs> Come on, check out my van. <laughs> I'm cool, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that a random, like you have suddenly eight, for a brief moment, you have eight yeah. different competitors that yeah. you know they're going to fade or not make yeah. it? but it affects your bottom line or that's not really been a concern. Well, I feel like, I don't know if that's everywhere, but I know Abilene too. It's like, it's hard. Like you open a new business and everyone wants to go to this new business. Right. And after a while, it's like, boop, boop, boop. You, you know what nice I mean? They're just kind of like, and then, yes. And they're like, yeah. where is everybody? I feel like that's, for Abilene, that's a huge deal in, in any industry, whether it's a bar or a restaurant or whatever. It's like, okay, this is a new spot. Okay, yeah. Off yeah. to the next, who's a new person? So yeah. I feel that's really hard. And then that's what coming back to like, you know, customer connections and, and finding something that's going to, you know, resonate with them and bring them back over or whatever yeah. the case is. But um, it's just trying to be, just trying to be stand out in, in some way. And keeping that is really hard, you know, but. Yeah. Um, Getting that core customer yeah, base. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But once you get it, you have it forever, yeah. honestly. Yeah. So what. Um, what made you, okay, so you started the, the first one here. Mm-hmm. How long was it before you opened the one in Corpus Christi? Like 10, 10 years. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it took a while. I, it was scary. I mean, that was like around COVID too. That's oh, when I yeah. opened like another store like during COVID, which I was like, yeah. oh my God, what am I doing here? But I always was wanted to. Was it during to, the pandemic or was before? Right it was before. like smack dab, like in the middle. Wow. <laughs> so, Bold is, move, Real ballsy. Bold move. Wow. Yeah. So, um. I, um, I'm from Corpus Christi. My whole family's there. I, I wanted to open a store back home. I'm like, that's, I know Corpus. I know, you know, obviously now I know Abilene, but, um, I wanted to provide that to my like hometown, you mm-hmm. know? Um, so that was always part of the, the dream, you know, the goal, like even when I had, you know, open this and everything, I'm like, I want to open one in Corpus. And I feel like, um, when you know 
like the community, you know, the style, you know, I feel like it's like a, I don't know, you already have like a bonus points, you know, like yeah. you, you know, the community, you know what they're wearing, you know, anything. So a lot of the business owners that <clears throat> I know, they either operate just in Abilene or, you know, some are in, in Dallas and, and they have a bit more of a, um, wider purview, I would say, because they're dealing yeah. with, you know, 3 million people from all different districts, but for the owners in Abilene, um, then, well, I'm plugged in or I went to high school here or yeah. whatever. And so some of the things that they're relying upon don't mm -hmm. really translate to if you open a store in Cincinnati or DC exactly, or something. Yeah. But I feel like for you, since you have opened one here and you've opened one, it was your hometown, but it's still uh -huh. a completely different city. Any, yeah. anything or insights, tips, uh, lessons learned that, that because you're in two completely different cities, mm -hmm. six hours apart, that right. this is what I've had to... You know what's Translate. nice to what I've done that helped? Because, I mean, I hadn't been in Corpus Christi in so long. We, you know, we lived here in Abilene for 10 years. I searched Instagram. I'm like, who are the cool kids? Mm. I want to reach out to these people. I haven't I hadn't been in Corpus it for just kept popping up 10 my years. Yeah, I'm like, like oh, wow, wow, so weird. Wow. Here he is again. <laughs> <laughs> so I, um, um, that was, like, one of the things, like, that really helped. So basically what I was trying to do is, Find the cool kids that, that I like the same thing that they're doing. So we have to have the same kind of shit in common. We like the right. same things. Um, we're trying to provide something new for the community. I'm going to reach out to this business owner, and I want to talk to them. Mm. So, I mean, I hadn't been – Corpus has changed so much, like, for the for the better. Just like here, I mean, things are moving and shaking. Like, it's great. So, But I hadn't been there so long, so I felt almost like an outsider. Nobody really knew – I don't know who you are. You know what I mean? You haven't yeah. been here. You left. Um, people love, like, I'm a business owner, and I'm from here. If you're like, I'm a business owner, but – I live in Tucson, but hey, I'm here. They're like, mm. you know what yeah. I mean? It's kind of like you already get that. I can feel it, yeah. you know, but me saying like, well, I'm from here. I came, I'm coming back, you know, yeah. but I feel was reaching out and I've met a lot of really great business owners um, from Corpus. One is actually with me. She has a, she's an interior designer and also has an estate sale business, but it's reaching out to these people and hey, like I'm coming to Corpus and I'm doing, I want to start doing some cool things there. You know, like I have a right. store here you have a really awesome restaurant, like, let's talk, like, and meeting those, like, and I mean, sometimes people are like, piss off, I don't want to talk to you, but some people are like, hey, okay, like, come over, you know what yeah. I mean, like, come by, like, you know, like, or, and it's such a, you, you find, like, well, I went to school here, oh, well, that's my cousin, whatever, you start, like, finding things that, like, you have in common, or whatever, and then uh, some people I don't talk to anymore, but a lot of people that I initiated that connection with i'm really good friends with still mm -hmm. um but i feel that was kind of helpful and it's just hey this person's reaching out they, they care yeah. you know they're opening a business they want to bring something like really positive and new to the community like let me talk to them i mean i don't know if that works for everyone but for me like i found some yeah. really good connections and people that i still talk to that you know sounds like there's still a lot of value in face-to-face -face conversations right. for what, sure yeah. absolutely and um yeah i met yeah, a lot of people that way. And that was the thing. Like, I planned my trips over there. I we had we, I met. I went to their place of business. And we just kind of started the conversation. And I got more of the inside of what's going on right now in Corpus Christi. Like, that type of deal. Like, this is what's mm. happening. These, you know, these are my crew here. This, you know, I mean, it, it was just really helpful in, like, learning, like, what the city needs, what they think they need. And the issues that they've run into, whether it's, like, city permits, whatever. Like, it's just, I mean, I think you should do that in any town you're in with you know you kind of need someone you can be honest with it's not going to bullshit you and be like everything's great we just had like a thirty thousand no. dollar weekend i'm like you don't you're not doing that i need the real like deal yeah. like you can't just yeah. be bullshitting me all day like 
I have this question towards the end, but I'm just mm-hmm. curious. What is, uh, so you're obviously familiar with both, and I think Corpus is a roughly around the same size as Abilene-ish? Well, I would say more like, um, like 400,000, Is it 400,000? Yeah. I didn't realize it was that big. That's mm-hmm. bigger than Lubbock yeah. and Abilene yeah. combined. Yeah, Oh, wow. Okay, for some yeah. reason I thought it was around 150 to 200. Yeah, about 400,000, I would say, wow. yeah. So what is, obviously Corpus has the beach. Right. But what is Corpus doing better that Abilene could learn from? Just from a business perspective, having businesses in both. Is there a permits It's funny because I just found the opposite. <laughs> oh, Abilene's doing it better. Well, I was looking for first lessons. I we know, can learn and then I'll do the but opposite. actually I feel like yeah. Abilene's kind of doing their thing. Um. Corpus, I feel there's so many events. There, mm. I mean, it's like flooded. Like there's so many things to do, which I know we were trying to do here, obviously in Abilene, but they have a lot of um, whether you're a oh, you know, you run a business, you're a woman, you're a single mom, you're whatever. Like there's a group for you. Mm. If you, um, I mean, whatever you're like in the restaurant business, there's a whole group of restaurant people. Like there's these groups, and they're very welcoming to come in and shop talk, you know what I mean? Like, um, they do that really well. So I feel like they're really, they help on that side. And um, they do like, hey, you're opening, they want, you know, downtown right now to be revitalized. They offer grants. They do like, hey, let's get, let me get $10,000 right here. You want to yeah. open, it's, it's not hard to do. Literally, if I know I'm opening a business, I'm going to, you know, I want to do this. You don't have to go through all this bullshit like here. Here's your check right here. Right. It's almost the process is just like they want people in downtown. Because right now downtown Corpus is just like, it's a lot of bars. Um, they're really trying to do a lot to get more retail in there. But it's hard. It's kind of like a nightlife downtown. Um, mm. So there, there's a lot of incentives going on. Um, but, I mean, they're trying to. And there's a lot of more like young blood there that wants that new sense. things. Yeah. So that helps. But I feel like if you really want to be a part of a certain like group and like have some support it's there so that's really helpful hmm. um but here i mean i'm sure that's like that here too i mean i'm sure if you need to find someone i mean someone's gonna yeah. but um, i mean they have like meetings every like every friday you're gonna meet here have a beer whatever let's talk about it um and people are helpful they they want to help you and they want you to like you know succeed. they want the yeah they want you to and succeed. stick around and stick around yeah. exactly um yeah. hmm. but in here, um, my friend Corey, like she lives in Corpus and, you know, she's never been to Abilene, you know, it's a smaller town. And she's like, wow, I feel like there's so many, like the whole where like summer moon is and, mm. you know, uh, is what is that area called? I'm sorry. Um, so Allen it's Ridge? like the, yes, Allen oh, Ridge. Okay, yeah. um, she's like, wow, this is so cool. Like they over, I feel like in Corpus, they really like to revitalize like old buildings. So everything kind of looks a little older. Mm. Here it's like, this is brand spanking new, more of a little modern like hip feel, yeah. which is cool. Like you have like, this looks fresh. This is brand new. You know what I mean? Over there it's like, it's not as fresh. It's maybe a new business, but it's an older building. So it's like the attraction's a little like different. You know what I mean? Here she's like, wow, I wish like, Abilene would, I mean, Corpus Christi would do something like this, like Abilene did, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, just like brand new builds and all, you know, like bringing some, oh my God, summer moon and all that, um, you know, stuff like that. I feel like that was like, she loved doing that and going out. I feel like that whole area, it's kid friendly. Like it's like family 
Yeah. You know, everyone can go there and hang out, but I feel that's kind of lacking over there. I don't know if anyone's more, listening on Corpus Christi, but... <laughs> are there more tourists in Corpus? I There's a lot the of beach. tourists. We have, I mean, the beach, and then you have Port Aransas, you have Rockport. There's a lot of fishing. There's, like, the regatta, yeah. the um, beach to bay, which people come in from everywhere for all that stuff. So there is a lot going on that's been there for, I mean, decades and decades. Um, um, so there is a lot of attractions like that. Um, and just, like, yeah, just the water is a huge deal anything we could be doing better here because i'm all about constructive criticism yeah because i feel like we have enough cheerleaders and, and right. i'm one of them most yeah. of the time with abling it's getting right. better i'm all about improving yeah. the image but i also want that constructive feedback of yeah i feel like better? like i talked about like having that kind of like support group like even if you're an mm. outsider you're not from abilene like i'm here to help you and like genuinely here to help you right um and something that's not gonna oh well you can be part of this but you have to pay a you know, a fee of a membership, like type of deal, you know, like we're yeah. opening a business, like we're kind of strapped, you know what yeah. I mean? Like something that's not going to be like, you can be a member of this and we'll give you some information, yeah. but it's like a membership fee and all these things and you have to donate or whatever. Like I get it. Like I understand we all are trying to make money, but it's like something that's kind of like more organic and just like yeah. more of a support system where you don't feel like you're an outsider, you know, or it's like, oh, they don't know I've been in business like this long. Like I don't have time for this person. Right. Or she's my competition or whatever. Just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That's I mean, I've, there's great people out here. So many people that helped. And I, I mean, I love Abilene. Like it's so charming and everybody, the people that I met here, I'm, I mean, I'll be friends with forever, but, yeah. um, I just feel like when I moved here, I felt like an outsider. And, you know, I didn't, when we get older, it's hard, especially for women too. I don't know about for dudes, but it's hard to like make relation, like friends as an adult is quite different, you know, like, um, I don't know how you say how that is on, on your end, but know you know what I mean? It. Like, um, yeah. so I feel just like someone that's genuinely like wants to like, you know, be supportive is really helpful. Yeah. Did you ever have a, uh, like a mentor, business mentor? Um, Fique was all, was always great. My, um, my brother has his like own business. He has a restaurant and then just opened a bar. Like it's called Packery Channel. So it's right literally on the Packery Channel there. That's like popping and doing so good. But, um, so I always, I feel like I have a family of kind of like some entrepreneurs. My, um, cousin, mm. you know, has, um, he runs restaurants and bars out there. He's, he's very like, He's, like, a very business dude. I mean, he's awesome. He's really great at, like, being, like, a manager and also outside, like, financial. Like, he's really good at that. So I call him for advice a lot. A lot and he gives me the real deal. He's not going to, like, oh, well, why don't you know yeah. what I mean? He's, like, this is the way it is. If this is not working or whatever, like, you need to do this. and You need to do it quick. Right. You know, so he's really good. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like, yeah, you need someone, like, you can be open and honest with and someone just not tell you that, everything's great you know yeah. like i had a yeah so a lot of people see especially from the outside i think well being an entrepreneur a business owner mm -hmm. oh that looks so so great you could set your own hours yeah. you're controlling oh, your business that all, all that kind yeah. of good stuff mm -hmm. but they're seeing the success they're seeing the yeah. in some ways not i don't say this in a bad way but as a business you have to present a successful front absolutely in order to bring in more yeah, clients and sure. so it's a self-building kind of thing yeah. but um once you do succeed a lot of people, you know, they're looking from the outside mm -hmm. in. They don't realize that you made 18 mistakes the yeah. first year or oh, two 100%. years. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Any, any mistakes that you made within, like, the first year or two that you really learned from? And it doesn't have to be within the first year or two, yeah. but early on that you were like, oh, man, I wish I hadn't done that, but I, yeah. I won't repeat that. Um, oh, I you... feel like... 
sometimes I'm very like, I have an idea and I like, oh my God, this is great. Like, I'm going to go for it, dude. I'm like, I need to like step back mm. and let's like look at it at every angle. Like, is this really going to be like a great idea? Is this really going to be like, I feel, um, you know, there's this idea of people too. You know what I mean? Like, oh, this is going to be great. And it's just like, you need to like slow the hell down a little bit, like yeah. back it up. Like, let's really think about it. Is this something that is really attainable? Is this something people actually want or just you want? Right. Like you have to think big picture. Like you want to, we want to sell it. You know what I mean? So I feel it's just like, oh, I like this. So this is going to be great. Like, no, let's step back. Let's kind of like draw it out. Let's write it down and mm-hmm. and look at it, you know, and, and have like, I always loved like having a timeline too that's like that's doable and realistic. Like, you know what I mean? Nothing is just gonna yeah. um I have like planners and I'm like writing out like week by week it's just have you know, and check it off and you know, I feel like just like looking at it from the outside and maybe getting someone else's kind of input too that's you know, maybe they're not whatever, a small business owner, but somebody else that you like respect and like you know, I appreciate this person. They should probably have some good feedback. It's nice just to not be in your own head. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and someone's going to be honest with you. But yeah, I feel like I need to sometimes just like slow down and kind of step back and really see if it's something that's actually the. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's that I'm trying to think of a good phrase, but it, it's the passion of like a match of right. like, oh, that's going to be an amazing idea. Right. And then you you enact it real fast yeah. and you burn out like a match. And then yeah. whether it's a week or a year later, you're yeah. like, oh man, I made I a know. mistake. Why I know. Why did I do that? that. Yeah. 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 And I feel like you have to listen to your gut too. I feel like inside you're like, eh, that's probably a shit idea, but I want to do it anyway. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. you got to like really, you have that gut feeling. You should probably listen to it. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. and then whether it's a project, whether it's a new line, whatever it is, but just I've, I've found that it helps imagining, okay, in a year from now, yeah. One, how much work is it going to take to get exactly. all this up? But then a year from now, am I really going to be passionate about it or yeah. not? Is this yeah. going to carry me through whenever I'm not excited about yeah. it? And if you can answer that honestly, a lot yeah. of times that eliminates it yeah. right out of the bat. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Before yeah. you sign a big lease or yes, something like that. Yes, exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see. So um, how do you handle burnout? Just kind of speaking of the Ugh, matches burning like, out. Now that I live like near the water, like I can literally walk. Oh, yeah. Um, I just need to like zone out. Like, even my kids, I'm like, I can't talk to you <laughs> right now. Like, I just need a moment, like, to myself of, like, quietness. Because when you're a business owner, whatever the case, it's constantly working. You're yep. always, <clears throat> we talked about on the way here, like, literally, like, waking up at 5 in the morning, like, holy shit, did I did I place that order that I was supposed to place? Did I respond to that customer? Like, it's yep. never ending. And people think what we talked about, like, oh, it's so great being a business owner. Like, when it comes down to it, it's you. Like, you know what I mean? You're doing everything. And... This sounds kind of shitty, but no one's going to take care of it like you are. No one's going to yeah. be as passionate as, as you are about it. It's your baby. So whether you have like, you know, managers are great and employees are great, but we've They're all worked for other people. Yeah, going, exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Where was Taylor when I called her at 2.30 in the morning to go out and put a piece of plywood on my door? <laughs> yeah, she was sleeping. How could they do that to me? But um, yeah, it's it's you like when it comes down to it and um, you're responsible for it and you got to you have to figure it out yeah so um yeah so when, i'm assuming some people over the years have come to you and say hey i'm thinking about starting x whether it's a boutique or whatever yeah uh, and obviously I have that as an attorney who does business mm-hmm. law. I have a lot of people who come to me and it's not really my job to weed out the ones that would be successful or not yeah. but i do kind of give them advice trying to figure out all right what should this person actually open their business? Do mm-hmm. they have what it takes, whether yeah. it's intellectual curiosity or, or drive or right. whatever it is? In those situations, what do you kind of look for? Of, is this person really going to succeed or not? And what yes. advice do you give them? 
I look for that person. <laughs> I'm like, I know when it's maybe not going to do well. When it's that person that's doing like 10 different things. Mm. I'm a photographer. I make shoes. I also am a videographer. You know, I also like paint murals on Sundays. I also do. It's yeah. like they're always doing. I feel like you need to find that one thing that you're so passionate about that you can feel like you can do forever and you you get to do this thing. You know what I mean? It's it's like it's something you have to be passionate about mm -hmm. because you can absolutely burn out. If there's any question in your mind and like these issues start coming up, it's like, screw that, I'm not doing that anymore. You have to like want yeah. it, you know? And and if you're if your focus is on so many things, it's so hard to like, you know, narrow that down. And I feel that's whenever it's like, oh well I have like six different businesses i'm like well that's great but i mean that's awesome but let's yeah. what are you really like passionate about what do you always what are you thinking about like what can you picture doing when you know 10 years from now whatever like for the long term like what do you see that like do you see yourself still doing this later mm -hmm. or you know i picture my daughter like running the store you know what i mean when i'm like you know i'm like and she loves like i mean she's been in it forever she loves she literally goes in and like changes her clothes and like she loves it and she i picture like wow like maybe if everything still goes well like maybe helena can run it's something that i'm always still thinking about mm -hmm. and it's something that i still love doing i still love like working like i schedule myself to work like i i love helping people and helping them find an outfit and they feel good and they're like or they're like you know never thought they could wear this outfit but they like feel so good in it and they're gonna like look great with their like ex-boyfriend at this event you know what i mean it's like you're <laughs> part of that so i still get excited when we get boxes and it's been almost 12 years like you have to like have that excitement about it, you know? Yeah. And if it's ever like, and honestly, if you're not happy anymore, like fuck it, like do something else. Like yeah. life is too short. Like yeah. if you're just stressing out about it, like let's move on, let's do something else, you know? I think one of the things that has, obviously there's a lot of like bad advice out on TikTok and social media oh, and whatnot, yeah. but one of the things that it can be good, but I think people take it the wrong way, or at least, uh, you know, let's say under 30 year olds take it the wrong way is yeah. that, that phrase of something to the effect if you need seven streams of income to be a millionaire or make mm -hmm. millions right and i think the mentality is well i need seven streams of income right now and yeah, so i'm right gonna now. do exactly what you're everything saying everything right a photographer, now videographer i'm gonna I'm do gonna it all this. yeah and really how they should be approaching it is all right you have your main focus your breadwinner this is what's ma making making the money paying mm -hmm. the bills that allows you to fund side projects right. that maybe when you get there let's kind of try revenue. that yeah. yeah yeah but i think that's where a lot of young people screw up is they're like all right i'm gonna have seven different streams of income three four five right. early on and they haven't mm -hmm. developed that main right. one first right exactly but, that's yeah. great yeah and then those end up just falling off you know what i mean yeah. it's like yeah so for you with all right you've you had the abling one for 10 years mm -hmm. and then pandemic you said you know what now's a good time to open up a brick and mortar <laughs> shop whenever at the time everything house. was going great but honestly when i've talked to like other businesses too like during covid was like my busiest time online like yeah. i was popping online but that's great because and we did like quarantine kits and, and mother's day was there we're gonna like pick up your mother's day and literally it's like me and the kids and like in the car like we're gonna do free delivery like uh -huh. we're running all over abilene like doing free <laughs> delivery and like but um we were so busy and i feel like especially like abilene too like you wanted to see that business there like next year you wanted to go to that restaurant so everyone was getting like your booze from wherever yeah, you know what i mean yeah, you're like yeah. i want to support in any way i can so everyone was like i feel like the community that's so great about abilene too like everyone came together and was really supportive um so that was a good time but for me like oh, that was a time where i was like moving to corpus and mm -hmm. um 
And that was why I was like moving to Corpus, opening a second store. So, but I feel it was kind of like a bonus too, because at the time it was like, I can really kind of talk to my landlord right now yeah. because this is during, this is a very unsecure like time. Like I don't, nobody knows what's happening yeah. at the time. We all thought we were dying. You know what I mean? It was like really scary. So I'm yeah. like, hey, I'm not signing a year lease. Hey, I'm not going to, you know, it was negotiations were like not on my end. Rent. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm not yeah. doing this. And it was like, okay, that's fine. You yeah. know what I mean? So yeah. that's like the one bonus of like getting, you know, signing a lease during the pandemic. It's like, cool, whatever you want to do, it's fine. <laughs> that is nice. I, yeah. you, you do always have to look at the silver linings of, hey, this is a bad situation. But right. What can I? Yes. And it was like, yeah. And business? it was like, I can always like, you know, that was part of the deal. Like, hey, if things go south, like you can get out like yeah. type of deal you know any yeah. which help but but yeah i mean the big picture was like i'm confident i love what i'm doing i'm confident it can do well here we have again it was a need like nothing like that quite in corpus so right. it was the, my same mindset like it could be great here you know and it's it is different it's more of a beach town so it's more bathing suits and maybe more skimpier clothing <laughs> than here in go Alabama. on Wait, where, where is this this is where where is this <laughs> so uh was it was it life making you or pushing you towards the decision of opening a Corpus Christi mm-hmm. or was it business um the, like the business was so good and yeah. you were moving to Corpus yeah I think it was just the time it's like something I always wanted to do and, and we were moving anyway so it was like it was like a good time to do it and that was my right. goal anyway like this was the point and you know why moving here it's the time to open the, the business here and I'm here so I'm physically here to work here every single day like you know, like that was kind of part of the deal. I was, yeah. you know, obviously would want to be somewhere where the store is going to be so I can be there. Um, I feel like that's one of the, obviously you have a huge step, um, first opening your business, obviously right. that's a huge step, but then the next biggest milestone is opening your second store because every, you have mm-hmm. to have systems in place in order to do that. Yeah. You know, once you have five, going from five to 10 stores is not that big of a jump, but yeah. going from one to two, mm-hmm. you're doubling yeah. and you have to have the systems in place for both of them right. to succeed. Any, um, we talked about a little bit earlier, but what did you prepare for? What did you do before with this store? You're all right, I'm opening a second yeah. one, big. I'm not going to yeah. spend as much time here. Right. What did you do to prepare? Um, I looked for a place that was move in ready. Like, okay. I didn't want to like build out dressing rooms. I didn't want to, like, I, we did so much here. Um, I just wanted it to be like move in ready. I'm like, I don't have X amount of dollars to completely transform this, like, piece of shit building you know what i mean like i just wanted to move in it was a a boutique before so dressing rooms were there i mean it had an area for me to do my online shipping like it was literally like white like white painted walls like it was just it was perfect moving ready so i there was no like you know the upfit there was none of that so which was really Mm -hmm. nice and that's what i look for i'm like i kind of want to go in a space where Maybe it was a boutique before, which that was, which was great. So it was kind of just, it literally was just bring the clothes, like yeah. bring the inventory type of deal. So that was nice. And, mm-hmm. um, and not really, I mean, Corpus is a different, we sell different things, you know what I mean? Than, than here and here you actually have like, I can't sell coats in Corpus. You know what I mean? That was part of the deal too. I yeah. was like, wait a minute, like I can't be ordering the same stuff. So it was like ordering different things for each store. Cause there, it's a totally not that it's a totally different customer, but like seasons, we don't have seasons over there. It's like mm-hmm. 80 degrees. We're getting the cool front, like maybe it'll be 70. <laughs> do you know what I mean? So I could live yeah. with that. Yeah. So do you have managers for both or you manage the one So pretty much I'm managing in Corpus and then Taylor is managing here, which is okay. great. I mean, that's another whole, on a whole podcast on like a team and you know, that's, yeah. you know, but yeah, she's great. Any plans to open a third or you're like two? Not right now. I kind of want to chill (laughs) right now. Not that I'm chilling, but I'm like, it's, yeah, it's a lot. It's like online and, 
you know, the back and forth and events are great, but it's, you know, that's also just another thing. So I feel like right now I'm good with, with two for a minute. This is a talking maybe about the future. We've touched a little bit on, you know, brick and mortar shops Mm -hmm. and and online sales, how how much they're booming, especially during the pandemic, but even moving forward, they're going to continue to boom. What do you think the future of, um, women's boutiques, brick and mortar is? Or you think they'll fade in 10 years and it'll you know, all be I don't online. know, it's kind of scary. I, was, I forget what airport I was in, but it was like almost like the Amazon uh, type store where you literally just walk in, everything's on camera, uh, and you just take the stuff oh, and you yeah. like, you know what I mean? You like walk right out. My kids were like, <laughs> what? I'm like, no, don't just like take everything. I'm paying for everything. Don't do but this it was anywhere like, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It's a hard lesson like, to this learn. This is just here. <laughs> but it was like, it just got me thinking like, what is going to happen? You know what I mean? What's happening? And a lot of things are just, you know, I don't know. I think... I hope that people still want a human connection. I hope that people still want to talk to, you know what I mean? Yeah. Still want to talk to somebody. I mean, but, you know, I think about that all the time, too, even with, like, even with, like, like our square systems or whatever. It's always developing and changing and easier. Now, people don't even have to sign anymore. Like, you do this, it's, like, always evolving, and it always is. But I would hope that people still want that personal connection, you know? I think that's more important when you were talking about it earlier. I think yeah. that's more important on the on the female shopping side. Yeah. They want that experience. Exactly. And Whereas a guy's like, yeah, I just got it at Walmart. Yeah, in and out, exactly. In and out, boom, boom, boom. But yeah. they want the experience on something else, whether right. it's, I don't know what other Yeah, it's else. like going to get your hair done. Like everyone always talks about, like, my hairdresser is my therapist. You know what I mean? It's just like you're yeah. talking to someone, you trust someone, and, you know, you're going to come back. And, like, yeah. half of it's, like, coming to you for who you are and how you make them feel and all that we touched on. But yeah, I really hope it's still like the touch, you know, the feel like you want to feel the fabrics you want to like, you know, we all order stuff online and we get it like, what the hell is this? Like, I don't like this. I don't like the way it fits. Like, it's like the process of go, especially denim and like things like you want your butt to look good. You know what I mean? You want to know like how it fits. So like, I want to go in, I want to physically try it on and these don't work. So I'm going to try something else. So I hope that it's still that aspect of I want to see it on my body. I want to know how it fits right. instead of just getting something. I don't know. I feel there's a value of it too. You get it in the mail. Like it is what it is. But like actually going in and like that experience of like trying stuff on and shopping. and You know what I mean? Like being a, like doing it in person. I hope yeah. that doesn't go away. I think it was on Shark Tank. But they had a, a guy pitching the technology. It's a little device that scans you and Mm -hmm. then it designs the suit for you yeah and i think it was for men but i was do they have you heard of something equivalent for women's clothing so levi's if you go to like big levi's stores they do like something similar to um but it's actually like it's almost like a thing that just like scans your body for like denim and then you can after but you you go in the store still and then they do like some measurements too just to kind of double check and and then you can pick like embellishments like whether it's a patch or whatever and you you're customizing it but um that's like part of the deal when i saw that i was like wow like this is just you know what i mean like that's levi's i get it but it's just the beginning you know yeah i feel like tsa could really tap into that business (laughs) exactly scans right there yeah totally oh my god could be the the future (laughs) of sales we'll see let's see Uh, but then do you want people scanning you all day long you know that's another thing and then um now you have cancer too (laughs) yeah with with my eyes only yeah (laughs) Let's see. There's too, there has to be some radiation in there. You don't want to be yeah, scanned all little, day long. I, I like know? a little glow to my yeah, skin. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, let's see. I've got a whole bunch of kind of... Well, this is actually could be a... This is more for me, mm-hmm. but um, 
We'll start with the opposite. Fashion do's and don'ts for listeners out there for mm-hmm. women, and then we'll we'll get to men if, if okay. you have any. But oh, since you're sure. a women's boutique, we'll start with women. Yes. Um, Fashion do's and don'ts for women. See, and I hate the, I hate that question because I hate the do's and don'ts. Every, everyone's <laughs> different. So, but no, the, that's but great. There, no, I'm like I feel like if you love something and you feel like a badass in it, wear it. I'm like mm. not the same for men. I know. <laughs> well, but for women, just let's kidding. just jump straight to <laughs> like, men. Like I feel then. a badass in everything. <laughs> I feel like. It doesn't matter. Like, I feel like, you know, like, who cares what anyone thinks? Like, if you feel really good in something, wear it. And, like, and the mixing patterns and whatever, like, people have great style. You know what I mean? Just putting stuff together and if you feel really good in it, like, why not? For you, I, for an outsider. I feel outsider. like you're talking for women. Yeah, <laughs> for, maybe women, for yes. women, yes. Yeah. For men, for like, men. one thing that I really don't like, and I feel maybe it's more Western. Like, I don't like, like, boot cut jeans. I boot can't do with jeans. the boot cut, like, and then the, like, the sparkle like embellishments on the pockets. Yeah, I don't no, know if you spark- have any of those. Yeah, I do not. I've, I've not really like, seen those. That's a good way to get beat up. It's very like, yes, it's very, I feel just with like denim, it's, denim's awesome. Like denim can make you look a certain way. You know what I mean? Like mm. I feel if you have like a really nice pair of like nice denim and it's like, I mean, whether it's tailored or not, like guys look great in denim. You know what I mean? Right. I feel like that's kind of what you need is a nice pair of like great fitting jeans, like spend the money on that one pair of expensive jeans that you go to all the time instead of some like shitty looking jeans right. that you get at Old Navy or whatever. Now, but why invest. the hate on boot cut jeans? Because how else would I you get your jeans I just feel it over? looks, well, I mean, I just, not that it's boot cut. It's almost like it's like really fit, too fitted here uh, and then it comes out. And I feel they're just never, the hem's never quite right. Okay. You know what I mean? Maybe it's the combination of the hem like over the boot. It makes their knees and very the, small <laughs> and it's just kind of It's the odd. small <laughs> mini micro knee. It's like I a don't reverse know. hourglass figure. <laughs> yes. I see what you're saying. Okay. I don't know. Just I mean, that's just me personally mm. with the... I think it's just the way it, it's... Take the time. Like, go to Kim on Butternut. Shout out. She's amazing. Take mm. your boot cut jeans to her. Let's just, let's get the length right. If you're going to wear boot cut jeans, I get it. Mm. Cowboy, everybody loves a cowboy boot. Just, just get them altered correctly. Go to What's someone you trust. What's the proper length for someone who doesn't know? I mean, you don't. You want it to go over. Just you want that if you're pointed, whatever the boot is. You want to see it. You obviously you don't want it. I feel when it's too short is when it gets like mm. it's a little too much. You don't want to be walking on it. Obviously, if you're like right. a rancher, like I get that's a whole different thing. But if you're like wearing yeah. them out, let's get the right length. Go to a professional. Any non-cowboy boots. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel those key pieces like. Go and get that like tailored suit. Get like mm. a nice like blazer, like those key pieces that I don't know. I feel every sometimes there's always that guy at the wedding with a really small or like really ill like fitting suit. Yeah. Like invest in stuff like that, like stuff that's classic. Like like I said, a good pair of denim. Um, I've been you know told I mean? where I struggle is uh, casual wear. So yeah. suits I know because I yeah. wear them pretty much every day right. for uh, being an attorney. But yeah, casual wear. You know, my my sisters would make fun of me. Yeah. Still do. Back yeah. in uh, undergrad, I wore yeah. sweatpants and a button down. <laughs> I mean, that's huge now. Everybody wears oh, sweatpants. Oh, like, okay. But um, yeah, even a good nice pair of joggers and like, mm. there's like all kinds. I mean, all price ranges of like a good like cotton tee, like just a basic like white tee. I mean, guys yeah. are. I feel like you're either like crew neck or V neck. You're like one or the other. Right. I don't know, but um, I feel like just a good like classic, good fitting T-shirt with jeans. Anywhere yeah. you go, that's gonna be great. Like. You know, I don't know. I just feel that's just a nice, like, classic look. Like, invest solid, in, like, solid tees, some I've solid, yeah, some solid, yeah. just really nice cotton tees, like, not too oversized, but just, uh, like, a good, I love, like, cotton blends, like a Pima cotton or anything. They wash well. They're not pilly. Like, invest in some nicer, like, t-shirts and with, like, mm-hmm. a nice fitting pair of jeans. 
no uh no distressing or a lot of holes or any of that crap just like a nice like you can go out in like you could absolutely dress up just right. no distressing just get like a solid pair of like a darker denim darker denim. yeah okay. you're great with a nice pima cotton t-shirt pima cotton yes check it out the softest thing soft. and you uh -huh. the more you wash it the better it gets okay yes while we're it's somewhat <laughs> semi-related but this it comes up in the gym quite often and, and mm -hmm. it's i won't say it's a pet peeve of mine but it kind yeah. of is if i'm being honest guys that are just loaded down with cologne or oh something my god like, that. like why even wear like cologne at the gym away, it's so bad like, i tell my powerful. son all the time any like recommendation he... <laughs> from a woman from a woman obviously smelling it like what would be your advice i'm like i feel if you just like it's class if you just like walk into it you know what i mean like you don't need to like put it on. and there's like I used to sell fragrance. Um, you just, I mean, wherever like you're, it's gonna fold here. Like it's warmer. Like here Your is good. Elbow, like armpit. right, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, there's only certain spots. You only need a few spots. Or if you have questions, just spray it into the air and walk into it. Walk into I feel it. that's enough. Okay. You know, and actually another good thing is like when you're out, whether it's department store, wherever, it's gonna smell different on you than it smells in somebody else. Just our chemistry. So. Right. Try it on, wear it like for 24 hours. Right. See how like, or get somebody else's opinion. Because obviously if it's too strong, like you don't even know, you need to talk to somebody else. <laughs> like yeah. get yeah. somebody else's yeah. opinion. <laughs> but yeah, no, my son has that. I'm like, dude, I can sm if I can smell it in here, it's way too much. I'm like, no girl is going to, we don't want to smell that first before we even see you. You know yeah. what I mean? And I feel like when it's so obnoxious, it's just like, that person's already labeled. Yeah. <laughs> like for a woman, you're like, no, that don't I can't do that. <laughs> well, and, and smell is so important for women. It too. really is. Yeah. Yeah. And that's like the strongest, like you're for memory. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's any, I mean, I can remember the perfume my like grandmother wore. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? I was like eight years old when she passed away. But when I, when I'm like at a store, I smell that. I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what it is, the name of the fragrance. But yeah, yeah. I'm like, I remember it. So think of that. Like when you're like putting on too much, like. They're not yeah. going to forget, like, oh, there's Blaze with yeah. the fragrance. I can't even see him. I haven't turned around, but I know, <laughs> I know he's, he's there. here. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Eight streets over. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. No, I, I, so I wasn't a big cologne guy, and about eight, eight, ten years ago, I said, okay, well, I'll, mm. I'll try. I'll, I'll dip my toe into it. And so what I did is I asked all of my friends that were girls, just mm -hmm. not girlfriends, yeah. girlfriends. Right. Their and opinion. And I said, okay, what's your favorite cologne? Mm -hmm. And there was one, I still wear it to this day, Aqua Di Gio by Giorgio Armani. Just because uh -huh. they, I'd never heard of it before, but yeah. their reaction was, I mean, even as they're telling it to me, yeah. like their eyes are rolling in the back of the head. Yeah. I was like, well, that's a good one. Yeah. So that's the one I still wear. There's another one, but I would say it's not for you. It's yeah. for them. So get exactly. you know, dating so, or wife, get them to tell yes, you Yes. I like. used to work at this apothecary in North Carolina and we sold Creed. Um, it's such a, it's not, not to be like confused with the band Creed. <laughs> I'm like, it's called Creed, <laughs> but it's just a really cool story. They've been around like forever, but they used to like fragrance leather gloves for um, equestrians. It's just a really cool story. They go way mm. back and they would actually create fragrances for like royal families and not until they passed away were they able to release the fragrance. It's just such a uh, cool brand. Mm. But, but living here in Abilene at Drug Emporium, they carry Creed and the one that's beautiful, it's called Imperial Melissa okay. but go check it out. It's like the most like delicious fragrance. Like it's it's unisex, but more like geared towards men. But it's just mm. very like, it has the best notes, and it's not overwhelming. But it smells of horse. It smells. <laughs> it smells of an equestrian in the eighteen hundreds. Mm, horse blanketing. <laughs> mm, that's yeah. Nice this no, time it's. Of year. But they have so many fragrances. But that is like such a good fragrance, and it's like, it won't give you a headache. It's just like, 
It's such a good, it's, and it's like, I feel it's more specific. It's really special because not everybody wears it. Next time you're around Drug Emporium, say, hey, do you have any like Creed fragrances? Check it what out. What I've been looking for is a pumpkin spice cologne, and mm. I feel like I could just clean up in the fall. Yes, yeah, you just can just go to Starbucks and like pour a drink. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. I spilled it on myself again. Oops, yeah. Oh. Well, yeah, there you go. The way. I'm surprised no one's done that yet. That would be give uh, me the first. <laughs> uh, let's see a few more. A few. I don't know how long we've been going. Oh, we're not too bad. An hour and twenty. Not too bad. Uh, a few more questions, and then we'll we'll wind it down. Um, so we talked about um, hashtags and whatnot, but what? Uh, well, I'm trying to think if I should shift over to the Abilene supply chains. Actually, have supply chains affected you any? Um, majorly during like COVID. Like, I mean, it's it's okay. getting a lot better now. There is specific like I had an issue with denim forever. Like that's finally like coming around. But I mean, it's like Levi's and like you know, yeah. uh, AG things like that. There was a quite an issue like trying to get denim. Um, but yeah, no, there was a lot. There was a lot of issues. Um, a lot of our vendors they usually send like different line sheets with different clothes and it was the same stuff I saw the year before. Mm. So they're basically like sending stuff from last year that they have left over, which yeah. I remember and I'm like, ooh, you know what I mean? So they they were having issues and, you know, shipping was a huge issue. And then you don't want to, at that time, you don't want to order that much because you don't know what's yeah. what's really going on. So Any, uh, I have it written as one business tip or advice that you find yourself giving to, you know, other potential business owners or other business mm-hmm. owners? Um. I, I, I always go back to like being passionate about something mm-hmm. when it comes down to it. You know what I mean? Whether you make cocktails or whatever, it has to be something that you really enjoy doing because burnout's a real deal, you know, and yeah. it's, it's, it's 24 seven. So that's your, you know, your heart has to be in it for sure. So shifting to Abilene, mm-hmm. what's one thing you would change about Abilene to make it better? Uh, we oh, talked just a little bit on it. You, mm-hmm. Groups that kind of support you without, yeah. you know, requiring all, yeah. membership or being blacklisted exactly. if you're not a part right but anything else that um i feel getting um just some different types of like businesses you know what i mean like i feel like we get there's a lot of car washers or there's like you know what i mean like oh there's another car wash or there oh it's another like well, you know what i mean like Bank, just something yeah wash, exactly yeah. i feel like urgent just care I feel like exactly urgent cares are yeah. everywhere you go get your car washed and go to the urgent care um just some fresh like new ideas that people like you know i know like the, i think it's abilene juice like that's really cool like we always yeah. been wanting some like fresh yeah. juice like that's awesome what they're doing um so things like that just something we need a bodega downtown like who's gonna do that and not even like crazy ass like these like whatever just uh, somewhere in, not that i smoke cigarettes but it's like somewhere where i can get a bottle of water Open a gas yeah. station downtown. I'm <laughs> like somebody like you have to go like. That's true. It is. I'm random. like it's There's like a, random and stuff yeah. like that too. But honestly, even like a bodega would kill it. Like obviously, like some t- sort of like see this is me like not going back and thinking about it. But I'm like <laughs> a bodega would kill it. Like something where you get some takeaway like deli sandwiches. Like nothing crazy, just something easy. The people from First Financial like it would be you guys would go over there. Something where you can get hey I want a Gatorade. I need some Advil. Yeah. You know what I mean? But make it like. Just kind of hip. Betty and June's bodega. Yeah, Betty I mean, and June bodega. Yeah, now yeah. they're gonna steal it. Yeah. But I'm like, why don't you? Somebody needs to open a bodega down here. Okay. No, I'll, yeah. I'll nominate you. You want me? Yeah. To, I, I, think, I, can, I'm I think that, that we talk about that all the time. I'm like, literally, because we're like, oh well, some one of the girls has a headache, or I just we don't have it. I need a bottle of water, and we can't just like close the store and go to H E B or United. It's like yeah. 
go over here, like get a quick, like whatever, you know what I mean? Just something that's easy and convenient, but has like a hip, cool, like vibe too. Yeah. My guess is they're going to put one in the, uh, where the okay. Apple Reporter building is. Okay. Was. Really? So it's happening. Well, they're tearing it down. I'll show you. You okay. can see it from okay, my cool. office after the recording. Nice. I'll show it to you. Yeah, no. Um, I feel something like that would be awesome. Just something, you know, some new fresh ideas of something people talk about all the time that they would like. Just let's do, yeah, something different. Yeah. Think, yeah. Any big uh, physical project like that you would love to see Abilene do? Hmm. I feel like, well, at the time, well, I mean, my kids. Just something like, I don't know. Something So fun. a cool, like, venue that's, like, I know they do in Tuscola and all that. They have, like, the... You know, live concerts and the, oh, isn't it Tuscola? P- like Potosi Live. live. Yeah. Something a little closer that's a music venue would be so cool. And where yeah. you could take your family and blah, whatever, you know, just, um, but to get some cool, like, acts. I know the Grace does, like, the open road, which is cool, oh, but, yeah. like, an outdoor yeah. music venue. Yeah. That would be so cool. That's come and up like several times. Yeah. yeah, I think that would be great. And I feel like this is a great town for music. You know what I mean? Like, that could be awesome. Does Corpus Christi have one near downtown? Yeah, we have something yeah. called Concrete Street. And we have several. Um, but yeah, they get big names out there, too. But it's cool, and it's all outdoor. Um, mm. It's just, yeah, it's a nice venue. This is one of my favorite questions. Sometimes I get a good answer. Sometimes I don't. Uh-oh. But what's one thing about running a business that you're not good at that you realize that you're not good at? And then how did you kind of fix it? So someone who's yeah. not good at accounting there. Well, I learned early yeah. on that I couldn't do that. And right. so I have I paid someone to do my books. Yeah. Um, I feel like I can have an issue with like managing my time and like organizing, mm. which I talked about like a planner and all this stuff and writing stuff down like I can't just like put it on my Google calendar. Like I have to physically see it and write it down. You okay. know what I mean? I can feel like, oh, yeah. well, I have this coming up or whatever, or this, whatever. Things are happening. I need to like write them down and physically write it down and see them because my schedule can get crazy because I, I have so much going on. So I feel for me like yeah. that's a huge, and whether it's like with payroll or whatever the case is with things, whatever it is, events or getting whatever, my daily things with ordering and just getting it physically writing it down like I've learned I need to like see it and like so you just yeah. have notebooks of notes pretty much <laughs> not a lot not a lot but I need to like physically write things down I've noticed because if I just like put it in a google calendar or whatever I feel like I just don't even pay attention to it right. it's like one more thing but um how important is routine for you like on a daily basis are you kind of all over the place or you're like no I um, wake up at this time and then I write what I'm going to do for today and then I I'm kind of all over the place. I don't know if that's okay. good or bad. The girls will tell you too. Like I'll come in and like I'm like, oh my god, look, we just got this. This is great. Or like mm. oh my god, and then I'm like, oh my god, do I maybe have ADHD? <laughs> I'm like, but they're like literally, you'll come in like a tornado and like tear it up, and then you'll like disappear for yeah. like 30 minutes and come back and finish it up. Which I'm that's what I'm going to do after this. Mm. But it's um, it's yeah, I can be a little all over the place. So I feel even that's another thing is like having somebody like reel me in and be like, yeah. these are the important things that you need to work on. Like, you know what I mean? But I, I still love like merchandising the store and getting everything like color coordinated and stuff. But I just can like stop myself and do onto the next. But I just need to be able to f- work on focusing on one thing at yeah. a time. Yeah. Any app that uh, has really helped you organize? Obviously, you have you know the payroll stuff and yeah. the sales and and social media for the advertising. But um, anything that's like managing your day or managing the business? No, maybe that's something I need. I, don't, I, I used okay. to do the apps like the scheduled posts and all that, and that only right. lasted so long. Yeah. Um, and for me, I'm like, oh my god, that looks so good. Let's take a picture right now. Right. Like type of deal. Um, and we used to do more like scheduled like um 
I just need to get back at that. But more scheduled reels. Like this, we're going to do a reel this time. But it's just gotten hard. Like sometimes packages won't come in when they're supposed to. Or like, you know, we're low on whatever. Or we have too much of something. And it's like this day something comes in. Like we're posting about it this day. So that's kind of yeah. hard just like with what we do. But it's very spontaneous. Um, and it's very spontaneous. Heart. And yeah. if something like, oh, my God, we finally got this and we love it. Let's post it now. And like blast the shit out of it and put yeah. it on put it on you know online right now and let's like get it on people and models and stuff like that but yeah. um yeah no but um yeah when i've used apps like that i used it only so long and then it's more of like a of yeah. the moment type deal so what's a goal or or like kind of a personal goal but relating to your business like yeah. my goal for next year is i'm gonna be more i won't say yeah. organized because that's yeah. very broad but like right. is there one thing that you're like I re i'm really hoping to work on this and get better uh, i really want to get my online going because when mm. uh so i don't know if it, that's getting a dedicated like web person to do it that's kind of specialized in that okay. um but i really because when it's just a lot of different facets but when when online is fresh and like new inventory, it's like popping. Right. But that's kind of, I feel for me, something that kind of like goes on the back burner sometimes, which it shouldn't because online is great when it is, but that's me like keeping it updated. So a goal of mine is definitely getting online like fresh and current, like almost daily if I can't, you know what I mean? Like something weekly, if if yeah. not me doing it, like definitely getting somebody that's more dedicated to doing that because that's, that's a great outlet. But sometimes yeah. I find like, I'm so busy doing like what's in front of my face, like store stuff, selling it. I'll forget about it. Oh, I'll just put that online later. You know what I mean? So I feel like I really need to get better at keeping online fresh and current for yeah. sure. Yeah. So you've been in business now, what, 12 years, I think is what you mm -hmm. said. Anything that you've seen as kind of businesses come and go around mm -hmm. you, anything that uh, that's a common mistake that business owners make, whether it's in the women's boutique area yeah. or something else, you're like, that's a mistake that I take note of and I try not to do it or it's yeah. what I warn others about. Anything come to um, mind? I feel like when you're a destination spot and nothing's around you, that's really hard, what I've seen. I feel it's good to mm -hmm. have like neighbors, whether it's not, whether it's a hair, whatever, a hair salon or if someone's just going somewhere just to seek you out, you already have to have, I mean, that's great for a massage therapist or someone that's appointment only that has their clientele. They're going to go to you no matter where you are. But if you're like a boutique and even though like maybe rent's cheap or whatever, if you're kind of like standalone, what I've seen that never kind of really works. I mean, it's hard because yeah. you definitely, you know, especially out here and even in Corpus too, like there's lots of places where it's not high traffic or whatever you really can yeah. have to pay attention to foot traffic and what's around you yeah. and if they if you complement each other if you can feed off each other like i feel it's it's really hard and i've seen businesses move i you know keep my eye on that or like you know it's hard for you know if you have your clientele that's one thing but if you need traffic and you need neighbors i feel it's like standalone yeah like yeah. standalone is hard you are a destination spot you yeah. know it's just you so well, and in the brewery world, it's very much a rising tide raises all ships. Mm -hmm. And it, have you found that to be kind of the case for downtown when you have, we were talking about earlier, five, six boutiques? I feel like everybody that has opened up has, has been there. Whether And I think across the street, it's been like almost two or three years. I feel so far, mm -hmm. I haven't seen, I don't think anyone has closed. No. That I know of, like much. close by. But um, yeah. yeah, I think everyone's kind of doing well. And we're all kind of there together. And, you know, we're kind of. And group tech sometimes and plan events together. We always plan like a small, like a shop small event. So yeah. I think that helps. It, it helps to have neighbors. I know a lot of people are like, oh, well, don't you feel a certain way? I'm like, no, that just, it's the more the merrier. It just brings more people. You know, if there's like 
three yeah. restaurants. Maybe I'll have an appetizer here, but I like their cocktail there. So you're just going to go door to door. You know what I mean? Maybe yeah. I don't find an outfit here, but I'm going to go to the next boutique, which is fine. It's just like we kind of, I mean, I feel like feeding off each other is great. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm not going to find something here, but I walked in there. Maybe I'll get something for my sister later or whatever, but I'm going to try this boutique. I just feel that just it helps. Yeah. You know? Last question, possibly, mm-hmm. is biggest surprise that you discovered opening a business. Yeah. Uh, you know, your first 12 years ago, mm-hmm. but I was like, oh man, I did not know that. that. So um, Carson Tut, um, mm-hmm. she said that her biggest surprise, and it seems self-evident, mm-hmm. but if you'd never run a business, you would know, and she's, I don't know how old she is, 22, 23. Mm-hmm. She said sales tax. I didn't know you had to pay sales tax. Yeah. And she found out like the <laughs> third like, month, and well. you're like, oh crap, I owe yeah. three months worth of sales tax. Yeah. It seems, you know, to those listening, oh, well, of course you have to pay sales right, tax. Right, exactly. But, but if you don't know, you don't plan and we, you touched on it earlier about, like, I have a bookkeeper now. That's, like, mm. my saving grace. I love her so much. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, finding stuff like that. I'm, like, I'm yeah. not good at, like, I'm not keeping every little receipt or this or that or whatever, like, um, and just someone to kind of hold you accountable. Wait a minute. This, I just saw this. Like, what's this about? Or what's that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, having that extra eye is so yeah. good. I mean, that's what she does. So I feel bookkeeper was huge. Um, and I feel like employees as um i don't know our employees are a little younger i feel like for the most part we've always had our girls that have been with us forever but Mm. it's it's hard to find someone that you can really trust that um finding really like people that are kind of on the same page and kind of have the same like mentality not they're gonna have the same mentality but the same like work ethic and um it's hard, especially in college towns, because people are in and out. And, like, yeah. summertime, they're usually like, peace, I'm leaving. I'm like, no one's going to come down leaving for the summer. Everyone leaves. You know what I mean? That's like, true. They're like, I'm going home. I'm going to the lake. I'm going to the beach. Like, bye. I'll see you, like, in three months. But I feel it's, like, you got to expect, like, I mean, when I worked, I, like, I've been working since I was, like, 14 years old. I always wanted my own, like, money. So it's, mm. like, and I wanted to work during the holiday, because that's, like, great time to work but a lot of it's hard to find people i was trying to find like i'm like are you local do you live here are you gonna be here for the holidays like yeah. finding people that are kind of gonna stay and like you know you really need to find that because holidays when we really need everybody and like feel all if you're gonna focus on the college girl to work like they're, they're gonna gone. peace out yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it's like find at least one local person or i don't know you know someone that maybe just like lives here locally that just wants to kind of do it like on the yeah. side for because they love Whatever, fashion or whatever their deal is, just kind of finding someone that you know is going to be here and is local, that really helps a lot. So That makes sense. Yeah. Any words of wisdom, parting words of wisdom <laughs> that you'd like to? Or, uh, obviously, fashion show is, well, we're yes, recording this on Friday, mm-hmm. so this will be it's tomorrow. Saturday. Yes, yeah. it's tomorrow. Um, but yeah, you can still buy tickets. Um, there's like a, a ticket link in our bio oh, for Lennon and um, Betty and Jim, they can get it in store too. Um, okay. But, um, yeah, it's going to be a fun night. We'll have cocktails. A lot of local businesses will be there, like, popping up. And, starts at um, 4.30, pre-cocktail hour? Or, yeah, there's a cocktail yeah. hour, and then the actual, like, runway show starts at, like, 5.30. Just because okay. a little earlier this year, just because of the time change and you everything. You said the show's actually only 15 minutes? It's pretty quick. I feel sometimes the girls can get nervous, and they start running, oh, <laughs> like, down the yeah, runway. Where it's like, slow down. Yeah, we always have mics, like, slow down, slow down, slow down. <laughs> and then the music's, like, you know, upbeat, so everyone's, like, okay. wanting to run. Uh-huh. But I'm like, we got to slow down. So normally, like, 15 to 20 minutes. Okay. And, like, after after a while you don't it's kind of like okay, okay. Yeah, you know what i mean like yeah, like we talked about we just want yeah bit. let's do this yeah. yeah 
Yeah. Hmm. I think it's cool so, though that you yeah. guys are doing that. It's yeah, it'll neat. be fun. And it's just a cool thing because it's like literally on the street and we shut yeah. down. It's just a fun like something you feel different. Important. And you're like, yeah, yes, for like yeah, less a couple of hours. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. It's a big deal. Yeah, Very cool. it's a big kind of a big deal. Yeah. yeah. Very cool. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll end it there. Thanks for being on the show. Thanks for this having me. This is really fun. Thank Good. you. We didn't finish the entire I know. We'll have all. to chug it. It's yeah, fine. <laughs> we, can do that. we can do that. For those who have been listening, thanks for listening. You've been listening to Reaganomics with Blaze Reagan, a show focusing on practical business talk and common sense politics. Thanks for listening.